Good morning. So I will not be preaching today. <laughs> Janice will be, but I will be introducing Janice this morning. So for me, Janice Ocamp is an overall legend. She's an elder in our church. She's an amazing swimming teacher. She's a loving mother and grandmother and one of my best friends. Janice is a safe space for me. When we meet together, we share openly, taking refuge and giving it. Janice helps me see the world as Jesus would. Janice. Good morning, church. My life verse is, and I'm reading it from the King James Version because that's how I learned it. I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I've had the most amazing privilege to know God for more than half a hundred years. <laughs> Knowing that I can trust him with every aspect of my life. Until the, the age of 19, I knew about God. I grew up in a moderately Christian home. I said my prayers at night. I was too scared to go to bed, to go to sleep without saying my prayers in case God zapped me in the night. <laughs> I went to Sunday school and was blessed to have a very devout prayer warrior teacher. I knew that I'd been healed when I was a child. When I was seven years of age, I took seriously ill. I lay in hospital for six months. I had an undiagnosed illness which affected my heart and I was never, I was not supposed to live and I was never supposed to have a normal lifestyle. But my Sunday school teacher had arranged prayer meetings all around the district and suddenly I got well. A year later when I was completely back to normal, my mom asked the doctor, what happened? And so he looked around his room at all the books, that, all the medical books he had, and he said, when all of those come to an end, and this was a Jewish man, when all those come to an end, someone else steps in. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Praise to God. I heard that story over and over again, although my family were not devout, and so I knew about God. And then at the age of 19... I had the privilege of knowing this amazing triune God. God the Father, who loved the world and me enough to send his Son. God the Son, Jesus Christ, who loves me and died for my sins. And God the Holy Spirit, who loves me enough to dwell inside of me. I've had the privilege of walking with him all this time. I know his goodness. I have known him in the good times and in the bad. But I've never had one of those earth-shattering experiences. I've never had any great vision. And there have been times in my life when I've, I've asked him for that, especially when some of my friends were having these kind of things, but it was not happening to me. And this makes me think of Moses. And I'm going into Moses, into Exodus chapter 33, 
And I'm just going to set the background to that. God had prepared Moses for 80 years to lead his people out of Egypt. God had met Moses at the burning bush. Moses had heard God's voice. Moses had seen the plagues come upon the Egyptians. God had, Moses had seen what God could do. Moses saw the cloud by day and the fiery pillar by night as they walked away from Egypt. The parting of the sea as they went through on dry ground. The sea closing in and the enemy being killed. And now we come to Mount Sinai. And God has spent 40 days and 40 nights. Moses had spent 40 days and 40 nights on Mount Sinai with God. He'd been surrounded by thousands and thousands of angels. God had given him the two tablets of stone, the Ten Commandments written on them. Moses was coming down the mountain and he saw the nation whom God had set free turning their backs on God and worshipping the golden calf. Moses is devastated and he smashes the, t the tablets as he comes down. He hears God's wrath and God's condemnation on the people, saying that he's going to destroy that nation. And Moses pleads with God, pleads with God not to do this. And so God relents. Moses sees God punish the people. They get punished for what they've done. And then Moses pleads with God again because God says to him, I've prepared you and I know you and you are going to lead my people, but I'm not going to go with you. I'm not going to go with you. Moses pleads with God and he says, I cannot do this unless you go with me. Unless you go with me, I cannot do this. So God again relents and he says, my presence will go with you. And Moses then turns to God and says, show me your glory. And I stop at that verse and I think, Moses, really? What have you not seen for these past couple of months, ever since the burning bush, have you not, what have you not seen? Have you not seen God's glory? But I realized by that time, I mean, Moses is a human being. He must have been exhausted. The number of times he'd gone up and down the mountain and all those things, and having seen what his people had done, and he's really in a state of great need, and he says to God, show me your glory. I need one more thing. Show me your glory. God says to him, I will show you my goodness. As I said before, I have often asked for some extraordinary experience. Times of trial, and it's never happened. But I have experienced God's goodness. I have experienced his glorious goodness throughout my life. First of all, he gave me the privilege of knowing him. Knowing him in all his fullness. He gave me a godly husband, Willie, who loved God with all his heart and loved me. 
I've seen God in his goodness in giving me my four children and my grandchildren. I've known him when he has carried me in times of great trial. Throughout the years of my husband's illness, seeing his pain, seeing his faith never wavering, having a man who could, at the worst of times, say, it's great to be alive. And then when he died, God carried me through that period and poured his goodness out upon me. My oldest son immigrated some 21 years ago. That was hard, but my husband was still alive. This year, Stephen, Vanessa, Darren, and Tanner left to go to New Zealand. And I've seen God carry me through that, and I've seen the goodness he's pouring out upon them where they are. So I have seen God's goodness. God's poured out his goodness on me in allowing me to be part of this church. And what blesses me is I can see God's goodness in you. And as God's goodness is in you, you pour it out upon others. And that gives me great peace of mind to know we have a God like that. As I stand up here and speak, I feel like the Apostle John, who in his old age wrote a letter to us, which says, John 1 verse 1, 1 John verse 1, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we've looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of God, the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. I'm now going to change the personal pronoun, and say the rest of the verses like this. I proclaim to you what I have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with me, and that our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And I proclaim this to make my joy complete. I believe this is the longing of any Christian parent, of any Christian grandparent, of any Christian friend, of any pastor, or anyone who ever gets up to preach God's word. This is our longing, that you might make my joy complete, that you might know him the way I know him. He does not change. Of course there are times when I cry out to God, especially when I, I, I realize how old I am, what the future might hold, and there are times I say to the Lord, I want a sign, I want you to show me something, but you know what, I know because I know because I know, and he is able to do far and above anything I ever ask or imagine. So church, this is me, I'm Janice. And God has used his word in my life. And I know that he is able to keep, protect, take care of anything I commit unto him. Let's pray. Father, in your presence, 
We stand in awe of you. You are an amazing God. You've poured out blessing upon blessing upon each one of us. And I give you all the honor and all the glory now for who you are. And I thank you for the fact that I can trust you with every part of my life. And each person in this room can do the same. Lord, each one of us this morning wants to say to you, we love you, we honor you, and we worship you.